Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Jeff Blackest Stream, and we are back at it again with another episode of the Zone Podcast. And with me today, wait, hold up. Uh, it's the skyscraper there, and there's a bright light shining from it. God, it's bright as hell. Uh, oh, wait, is that a freaking spirit? Oh, swooping down. Who is that? Wait, did it? <gasps> no. It couldn't be. Yo, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, making a miraculous return. It is Human C137. How are you doing today? I am alive and well. I missed you guys. How are you? Doing awesome. Glad to have you back on the podcast. Thank you, thank you. Sorry I've been away for so long. I'm here and uh, trying to make dream happen again, so we'll get back to it. Nice. And you are back at a great time because it is now time for us to review a smash hit on Netflix, a nine-episode show called Wicked. And without further ado, let's zone in on this. Now, Squid Game, a South Korean survival drama on Netflix. It has nine episodes, and essentially it revolves around a contest where 456 players, uh, all of them have some sort of financial trouble to a degree. And they're risking their lives to play children's games that have very deadly results. For a chance when 45 points. Six billion won. I tried to do a calculator on that, and that's almost like forty million because one is more like it's uh, more one is uh, cost value more than a dollar. Like let's just put it right. like, like yeah. <laughs> so basically, the title of the series is um, inspired by the children's game of the same name, and they and the um. Creator uh, Huang Dong Hu, I believe that's pronounced his name. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I would trust you on it. Go for it. He conceived the idea based on the economic struggles early in life, and well as uh, class disparity in South Korea and capitalism. So yeah, he figured, why not make a show based off that? So Squid Game was released worldwide on September 17th, and not going to lie, we were being pretty lazy about it, but uh, we, we're finally getting to it. <laughs> and it received critical acclaim and international attention. Uh, it was the most watched series to date on Netflix, becoming a top-viewed program in 94 countries and attracting more than 142 million member household during its first four weeks from launch. Oh my so, god! I didn't know that. Yeah, it was everybody. It was good. Everyone was watching it. Oh my god! And you know what's crazy is I know people who think that this show was not all that busting. Uh, well, here's the thing. I yeah. liked it. I liked it for what it was. I did enjoy all of it. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Ironically. Because, you know, between you and I and Tokugasu sometimes, mm -hmm. we already reviewed Alice in Borderland. We already reviewed High Rise Invasion. We've, yeah. seen, something, we've seen stuff like this so much that, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. Squid Game was half predictable to me. Like, I predicted half the shit that was going to happen. And I was so mad at myself for being like, ah, damn, I've seen shit like this so many times. Everything's predictable. Right. God damn. But it's good. And we will tell you why. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, before we get um, really into it, uh, Human, yes. what was your impression of the show? Well, as you, as you said, we've seen High Rise Invasion and Alice in Borderland. I saw Alice in Borderland as soon as it came out last year. Um, and that was excellent. I loved it. But, um, not Alice in Borderland, we were just discussing that. Um, Squid Game, specifically, caught my attention just because of, like, immediately how gruesome it was, just like Alice in Borderland, and I loved that. Oh, I loved uh, how they didn't hesitate to, like, immediately fuck shit up. 
<laughs> yo, uh, I was thinking uh, another thing that um, Squid Game reminded me of was Battle Royale 1 and 2. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The original so, movie that inspired Battle Royale and this gory content of uh, like modern movies and now TV series as well and Webtoons comics. I mean, even like Sweet Home. Yep, Sweet Home and um, a lot of Honestly, there's a whole bunch of survival murder games that, like, I want to say Future Diary is, like, a strong one in my mind, uh, honestly. And we are going to review Future Diary at, uh, on February alongside Darling in the Frogs because, honestly, uh, I oh, yes. did... Here's the thing, like, last year, I was like, oh, man, we are kind of talking about Darling in the Frogs, but humans not on the podcast to talk about it either so like fuck. but then again we didn't go as deep as we wanted to because we were kind of doing like multiple topics at that time so i was oh. like you know what let's do a more definitive review this time with human on the podcast <laughs> i love you so much thank you <laughs> i mean oh, it's and i still have to watch the new my hero academia movie which we should do a review on if that hasn't been done yet Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to do a review on My Hero Academia sometime next year because not only we're going to review the movies, but pretty much all of the seasons. The show the and the manga itself, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it'll be an extreme review. <laughs> right. So, be on the lookout for that, folks. But, um, back to Squid Game. I Yes, Squid Game. Let's start with episode one. You you briefly explained that um, you know people within the game itself had these financial problems. Most of them have um, have grown into debt due to gambling problems. Mm. Most of them, or like drug problems, crime problems in some way, shape, or form, or like um, I forget his fucking name, the main character, but his uh, best friend. Sorry, I interrupted you. I'm my bad. No, no, I was saying his name. Uh, the main character was Song Yoon. Song Yoon, yes. Um, he, his best friend, was like failing out of college and shit, and like his business was failing and stuff, and like that was a different type of scenario. But he was still drastically in debt. Yeah. So, um, I mean, like this thing has also been going on not just for the time this season happens to appear it's been going on for several years now several seasons in this aspect as well if it's like you know if it's like a sport to these people yeah it was like one of those things where you're dying but let's be real we could care less about whether you live or die and that's pretty much what the front man uh said at near the end it's like you're pretty much all horses just trying to finish the race but yep <laughs> exactly Man. but um let's go ahead and get into episode one uh red light green light yes <laughs> oh my god okay so you know how song Yoon, he was down his luck he was trying to uh he had so many deaths from loan sharks and he was estranged from his daughter and ex-wife one day a well-dressed man show up and say hey you want to play a game uh it's called the jockey uh my god these like <laughs> fair warning ladies and gentlemen listening i'm gonna, gonna hell out <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> we're trying give us an e for effort please for an e for effort <laughs> But they were playing the game for money, and then the well-dressed man offers the opportunity to play more games with much higher stakes. Uh, Gyun accepts, but he end up uh, going to this van. Like he got picked up in a van, and he's like, "Where are we going?" And I was like, "Shh," and then just nitrous gas just knocking him out. And next thing you know, he. Sh- Wake up with 455 other people um, in bunk beds in this room that's on this island. <laughs> Completely like, isolated. Yeah. And they were in these track suits and everything. And like, what's going on? <laughs> like, okay, um, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go ahead and say it because we're going to be jumping around 
on the content on this episode mm-hmm. anyways because to be perfectly honest with you if you listen to our review on inside job by the way i'm very sorry you missed that <laughs> it is okay i'm so glad you did it i'm so glad that was one of the things you immediately jumped on funny thing is kokugasu was the main one that told me yo uh you need to watch this i'm like all right bet and then i watched it i'm like oh shit. yeah i binged it all in one day <laughs> but uh honestly just like how the last two episodes of inside job uh pretty much i can't look at the rest of the uh, series the same way again same thing happened with the season finale of Squid Game, where even if I go back and rewatch Squid Game, I cannot watch this show the same way. Not with what I've seen. Because, first of all, that old man, like, uh, old Ilnam, the player one, he was like an old man. He had a, like a, a brain tumor. He was pretty much dying. And you kind of wondering, uh, What's the old man like this um, doing here? And pretty much his main reason was, and eh, it's better to play the game than to just be out in the open dying. And you just think like he's just this harmless old man that's just trying to win the money, and he's been helpful, very helpful to Song Gyun throughout all the way up until episode six. Uh, hmm. You know, Ambu uh, uh, when they were playing with marbles. Yeah. Marble yeah. Now, at first, you're thinking, okay, I like this old man. He's like, he's, I felt like he was like the heart and soul of this the whole show. Like, I felt like if anybody, he was the main one that was like giving people hope, aside from Song Yoon. So I was like, I like this old man. He's cool. And then up until episode six, I was. Oh man, episode six tore me up because as soon as they said, "Okay, now that you pick your partner, you'll be facing against them," I was like, "Fuck!" That is a fucked up thing to do because you're thinking, "Okay, you're gonna be safe uh, playing with people that you know that you like," and then you gotta play against a person that you didn't want to play against, like a uh, fucking Song Wu and Ali, like. As soon as they got paired up, I knew Sung Woo was going to fuck him up, like, somehow, in some way. But my whole point is, with the old man, it's like, you're thinking, like, he let Song Yu win, even though, like, he was thinking, uh, okay, let me just pretend I didn't know what you said. And Song Yu pretty much cheated. And Oh Il Nam caught him on it, but he was like, oh, it's okay, man, it's okay. Um, you had to do what you had to do, so go ahead and win this thing and Song Yu walked away didn't even get the chance to see the old man die and then he's like you hear that gunshot and you're thinking oh the old man died but no then you fast forward <laughs> to episode 9 and then you're just like the old man was the creator he he was the host holy sh- whoa I need whoa and worst part is, his whole philosophy, I feel like, okay, it was kind of, the ins- I mean, yeah, the motive doesn't justify the means, but his whole philosophy about how can you trust people, like with that final game where who's going to help out the drunk and, you know, some people want that one, but... Right. The whole point is, it was like he just had this whole thing to where a lot of people go through these links for money, and it's almost like being poor, like human. We live in a society to where being poor and homeless is like the closest thing to death itself, and people will do whatever it takes to not be in that position. Right. So that's what pretty much the old man tried to do. It's like, you know, there's this chance for you to make things happen with some money, but you're going to have to play some children's game to the death against some other people who are just as desperate, if not more. But goddamn. eat it just as much, if not more. Right. So yeah, 
Uh, player one, ooh. <laughs> Usually you're thinking, yeah, he's a harmless old man. Like, he, no way he's a threat. But I was like, bruh, he was the creator the whole time just watching y'all play, playing himself. And I was like, but you could have died. And I was like, yeah, yeah. But the funny thing was, he was wise enough to know how to play the games that was orchestrated, like uh, how he was able to help the people with tug of war, even though they were like, okay, we have like three women on our team and some of the guys don't even look that strong. So how are we going to win this? And I was like, well... And that tactic that they used for that that game specifically was, oh, it was so well executed. Because like, right. when you think about it, physically speaking, like... Yeah, that's probably the way to, on average, win a game of tug of war almost every time. Yeah. Burn out their energy, and then the second they slip, you fucking, you just reel it in. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that back when I played tug of war as a kid, but now that I do know, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to have the advantage this time. (laughs) Right? If the opportunity (laughs) ever arises again, I know exactly what to do. Yeah, like, uh, you know, when you, like, have, uh, whether it was, like, a family reunion or some kind of function with friends, like, where it may be, and it just so happened they have a tug-of-war thing going on, like, guys, I got this. (laughs) But, uh, mm, yeah, like, that was one of the elements that I didn't see coming, where I did not expect the old man to be the host and all that. That was that was a Shyamalan twist for me. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. But uh, how did you feel about? Oh, yeah, red light, green light. How like okay? They yeah, all we never in. actually got into red light, green light. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sorry, but we just gonna be rambling and shit. Right. I mean, just there's so, just so over. much that happens. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, red light, green light. So the players pour in. They're thinking, okay, just a simple game of red light, green light, no problem. And they're like, okay, green light. And I was like, all right, go ahead. Let's, let's, let's do this. And it's like red light. And I was like, oh, okay. And like green light. And I was like, okay, we're just going to keep doing this. We got this, we got this. And like red light. And then that one random guy kind of kept moving too much. Like he wasn't perfectly still. And I was like, whoa, whoa whoa, hold up, what the fuck? And then that's when the most uh, cold shit ever, when the announcer lady was like, let me repeat the rules. Right. Get caught, you are eliminated. And by eliminated, eliminated. Get eliminated. (laughs) You're like, oh shit. You are dead. You died. You don't just lose, you lose your life. Yeah. GG, by the way. And then everybody started sweating ever since then. Oh, it got even worse when half the players were just like, let me out of here, let me out of here. I was like, oh, y'all shouldn't have done that. Every, like, every single one of those people fucking died. Like, so they started with 456 players, and then by the end of the first round, they, they wound up with 201. Less than half, ladies and gentlemen. Like, that's insane. Yes. I feel like, okay, so here's a good conversation starter with that kind of thing. How (laughs) would you have reacted had you been, you know, you thought that this was going to be some, you know, innocent little games and you go in there and that's the fucking first thing that happens? What would you do? Uh, I'll be like, I'll be like, no, I'll be a little shook. But then here's my whole thing. Like, okay, there's a good chance I'll die. So the best thing I can do is like power walk, you know, like kind of keep my balance. It's like don't, don't, don't like run because if you run, then if they do red light real fast, and then you just lose your balance. Like that's how you get, that's how you fuck up. So that's why I was like, so just you would power do walk. old man trick. Yeah, pretty much. It's like like the old man, like because you know, he knows what he's doing. Uh, right. Like, I was like just. You want to power walk, but it's like, okay, as soon as they realize, like, 
complete stop. So that way you, you already have more control of your motion because you're not moving as fast. So it's like you try to power walk as much as you can. And so it's a red light. It's like stop and stop. Because you all be like complete stop and then boom. Easy. But goddamn, I felt that where it was like, <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be like that. I'll be honest, I probably would have died. I yeah, probably would have freaked died. out like the first girl and screamed. If the blood had gotten on me at first and I was like, oh my God, like, yeah, I'd be dead for a fact. But I also feel like I probably would have done a, like, the main character. God damn it. <laughs> I probably would have done what he did, where if a body fucking fell on top of me, I would just stay as still as fucking humanly possible. And then as soon as I realize I'm good to go, I I would be on my game to, like, steadily walk. Or be, like, one of those people that's like, okay, just get behind somebody. And then it's like, like, okay, they can't see you, so they can't really see you. Yeah. Oh, man, I was kind of upset that she died, though, to be honest with you. But then again, she didn't really... I mean, she was dying, but... God damn it, Stumbu. The the chance of her surviving was pretty minimal. Yeah. But it still doesn't take away from the fact that, like, she was a really... She did actually have a good reason to try and provide for herself and for her brother and try and get her mom back you know like there was a whole ordeal but uh you know what let me talk about Sungwoo just for a quick second because I like how pretty much everybody was like yeah Sungwoo had the whole Aizen effect going on with him because you're thinking oh well he seems like a nice guy like oh my god okay I'm sorry but again I'm gonna be kind of all over the place with this review because like, I kept trying to tell Cookie Gossip and everybody, ladies and gentlemen, like, I was really excited about this one because I had hot takes for days for this one. <laughs> okay, Songwoo. I like how this dude pulled an Aizen. Like, by the way, folks, uh, if you're not familiar, I'm talking about one of the villains from Bleach, the uh, anime. Mm-hmm. Aizen where okay at first he was wearing glasses and you're thinking like, oh, he's harmless and unassuming. He's not going to really harm anybody. As soon as he loses the glasses, the villainy comes out. And I'm just like, okay. Um, at first you think like it's all good, but then you see episode two where you find out about his deal to where he was stealing from clients and he made some bad investments. He was like very bad in debt and he kind of needed the money. But Song Giyun, I swear to God, this dude kept riding this dude's dick like... Oh, you know, it's Song Woo. It's like we were best friends. Uh, he studied at Seoul National University and he top, graduated top his class. And he said that almost every episode. I was like, shut the fuck up. I mean, but also, like, wouldn't wouldn't you be proud if your best friend was doing well, even though you haven't heard from them in forever? I mean, I would be proud of them, but I wouldn't be mentioning the exact same thing. Every, Every single time. episode. Yeah, I was like, that was really, it was like one thing if he was like, one time, and okay, fine. That's, sure. That was cool. But when he did like every episode, I was like, okay, now it's getting annoying. No, that's It's fair. almost like, that's almost like saying like Game of Thrones style. It's like Sungwoo versus his name, graduate of <laughs> Or it's just like an Inuyasha Kagome moment. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I get it. Like, I know understand you got love for your friend, but like, calm down, bro. Just calm, calm down. But uh, oh man, and just the descent to darkness with this guy too. Like, uh, first of all, the way he tried to uh trick Ali with um rocks in episode six. Oh my god, yeah. that was so fucked up. Yeah, like, like I like. The funny thing is, the emotional range on Sungwoo when all that shit was transpiring because he was losing bad to Ollie because he, Ollie didn't want to win that bad because, you know, that would mean Sungwoo would die. So he didn't want that to happen. So it was kind of hard for both of them. 
But as soon as Sungwoo was losing, his some true colors started flying out, and then he again mad at us like you're cheating, aren't you? I was like, Sungwoo, oh, you yeah, scared dude. me. He handed him that bag. I knew what happened. Yeah, like I kind of saw it too, like the uh, sleight of hand and all that shit. It's like, yeah, no, Yo. no, like he. He pulled a fast one on Ollie, and I felt so bad because, like, as soon as Ollie was trying to uh, piece it together, I was like, Sungwoo, where are you? And I was like, check the um, bag, and I was like, rocks? And then he just pieced it all together with the jacket on the ground and everything, and then a tear rolled down his eye, and then suddenly he panned to the guard, um, standing behind him with the gun, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh... He did Ollie dirty, man. I was like, oh, I, dude, yeah. For and, real. Uh, oh, it's kind of funny because uh, I did share that one meme <laughs> not too long ago. Uh, tagged you and um, Kokugasu in it with a uh, what's her name? Um, yeah, yeah. The the girl that was playing marbles with the the thief. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Okay, yeah, uh, I saw that, share that one means where it's like, oh, uh, when you're gaming with a stranger all night and then you have to go your separate ways and I'm like, thank you for playing with me. And then, bah, Yeah, dude, playing? essentially. I was like, why <laughs> did you have to tag me in this? I felt so sad watching this. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I was like... I actually cried, like, dude. I'm sorry. I was like... I was... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, I thought, I mean, maybe I'm a fucked up person, but I thought it was kind of funny. Oh, no, I'm a pretty fucked up person. I'm loving the Squid Game memes that have been coming out, dude. They're pretty dope. No, for real, though, like, despite the fact that the show itself, you know, had references to, you know, oh, he went to college and he's so great and blah, blah. Yeah, like, okay, so there are a couple things they could have done without. But overall the acting phenomenal i think the the acting was very well done other than the scripting um the the graphics like the cinematics of it were very well done as well human yes i keep making this fatal mistake yes of watching it dub because let me tell you watching it dub i mean it was like the voicing, it was not bad. It just felt a little weird when you like trying to. Uh, it's like the the voice just didn't match the person, you know what I mean, with the dubbing. But when right. you watch it in the Korean, um, the Korean dub with subtitles, then it's yes. much. But oh man, like uh, so in some areas, it was almost like the acting was kind of rough because I was watching an English dub because I wanted to like an idea of what I'm watching and then the second time around, then I'm going to watch in Korean with subtitles with that web. It's like, okay, I can sit through this a little better than the first time, you know what I mean? But it was still good. It was a good, good ride. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, uh, yes, the acting was great. Uh, what else? Like, honestly, the challenges and all that, it was pretty good like how can i put this it was almost like i was always curious about what the next game is because you're thinking okay these are children's games so i'm just very curious what the next game is to where they're pretty much risking their lives playing a game where people are going all okay fast forward to episode i mean rewind to episode two where, okay, they all left, they decided to make a vote, decided to leave, and for some reason, for their reasons of their own, they decided to all come back anyways. But, uh, essentially, with episode two, they had this chance to leave. Oh, fuck, uh, I kind of forgot my train of thought with this one. No, so basically okay, no, what happened was they left, and then they got an opportunity to go back if some no. of them wanted to. Well, no, I 
I remember now. I remember now. Uh, the yeah. going to the police. That's what I was going to mention. Yeah, right? the police part. See, Song Yoon went to the police station, tried to explain the whole thing, and then here's what made the whole Squid Game bullshit so genius. Because when Song Yoon tried to explain himself, the police officer was like, "All right, hold on, let me get this straight." So, a guy walks up to you. You play a game with him. He offers you a chance to win some money. You go on your own volition to a place to play these children's games. They were killing you guys. And when they, as soon as you was like, okay, I'm not down for this. I want to leave. They made you vote to leave. Y'all voted. The majority of you decided to leave. So they let y'all leave. And you have no evidence of the events that are happening. So how am I supposed to believe you? <laughs> right. Yeah, like laughing at him. Like, yeah, it's like one of those things where it, it's just so funny how they set it up to where you can go to the police about it all you want to, but you're just going to look stupid. <laughs> Right, and they gave it kind of that sense of, like, surrealism, where, you know, like, he he did experience it. He went to the police. He gave them the card. The card was real, but the number had already been reset. And, like, I guess it gave the the audience an opportunity to see it as, like, well, of course no one's going to believe him, like... You know, this this is pretty bizarre. Plus, you know, you kind of did willingly sign yourself up for it. And they also willingly let you leave after a majority rule happened. So. Yeah, and the funny thing was, is like, what about all the people that got killed? And I was like, uh, where's the bodies? And I was like, you can't prove that because they've been cremated. And I was right. like, well, where's the location of these games? And I was like. I don't know. I got knocked out, and so he can't even give a location. Like, right? It it all sounds crazy, and for good reason too. (laughs) Yeah. So there's like no way you can sound good telling them these details. So yeah, that was the kind of fuck thing. So that's what kind of lights about Squid Game to where normally it feels like format like. Alice in Borderland, or uh, maybe High Rise Invasion. Like, okay, that sounds super crazy, and we need more uh, context in this and all that, more uh, proof. But the mere fact that they were playing children's game invalidated the whole thing. Right. Yeah. It was like, it'd be one thing, it was like, oh, well, you know, they were just doing all these horrible things that. Pretty much anyone would uh, be like, okay, yeah, that's definitely horrible. But, uh, uh, yeah. But it's like children's games, dude. Are you for real? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't believe you. That's, that's a pile of shit. But they're like, damn, I want whatever he's smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of piles of shit, let like me myself. tell you about. So what? I said, like myself. Oh, no. <laughs> Human, no. Don't do that to yourself. I, I was literally joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no. No, I'd be roasting the fuck out of myself, dude. Yeah, but yo, these two people, I just hate it. Well, no, three people, but the third person, not that annoying to me, but he was but I'll, I'll get to them later. Yes. Uh, but these are, these are the main two motherfuckers that I don't like. Uh, Duxu, uh, player one on one, and Han Minyo, uh, player two o two one two. So, uh, player one on one, he was this gangster. You know, he was like yep. that asshole. Yeah, the uh, big brute. Yeah, and then Han snake Mignot, on his face, right? Yeah. And uh, player two one two was that really annoying bitch, like that very loud, 
one that kept um, running around with him. That was uh, uh, Yeah. See, here's my thing. Here's one of the things that I saw a mile away. When he was trying to form alliance and all that, and Claire one-on-one was being a total ass to her, yeah, she seemed repulsed at first, but then my bet was why she's still going to fuck with him. She's going to still fuck with him because he's being an asshole. And for some reason, some folks are just kind of attracted to assholes. Like, I don't know why, but it is what it is. <laughs> but uh, I was like, okay, yeah, just because he did all that, he's going to fuck with him. Because honestly, he's like the strongest looking dude in the whole building. So it was like, well, even if he's being an asshole, it's like, kind of need him. Right. So yeah, it's almost like they were using each other either way. So she ended up joining him and despite the fact that the man was treating her like shit, the woman still banged him. Like, what the fuck? And that kind of goes to show it's like, ladies and gentlemen, it is kind of like that out there. (laughs) It really is. Yeah. But here's the funny thing, though, like, uh, he ended up betraying her anyways uh, when they did the whole, uh, no, 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 it wasn't the last thing yet. It was the game before that. Tug of War. Yeah, the Tug of War. Yeah, yeah. I keep, you know, the games kind of mixed up, like, which order was it? But yeah, it was like the Tug of War, and pretty much then... She just felt betrayed, and uh, then it was the whole thing with the glass. That was the fucked part, because she was like, got behind him, and she was just saying all that shit. It's like, uh, I told you what would happen if you betrayed me. I'll kill you. So, wrapped her arms around him, and was like, if I die, you die with me, and just... We're going down together, baby. You're going down together, like, let go of you, bitch! Dude, honestly, kudos to her for doing that. Yes. Because I wouldn't have wanted him to survive past literally the last game. Yeah, because here's the funny thing. I didn't care for either of them. I'm not going to lie. I just kind of wanted both of them to die. But the fact that not only did she kill herself, but took him with her, I was like, you know what? At the last second, I'll give you points for that. Yeah, dude, for, for real. <laughs> because, yeah, she would be like a total bitch, like an uh, unbearable bitch the whole time. But that's the one thing she did that I was like, yes, you know what? I I do not disagree with your decision there. I I, I, support I felt like that was like the best thing you did this whole, this whole show. <laughs> 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 you took out the strongest brew in the whole game. I was like, you did the... Okay, that was... <laughs> that's just how much I did not care for those two like for real like I kind of expected the dude like the brute to die like the oh shit that was like the fifth game no yeah yeah um, yeah that was the fifth game so I was like how would the sixth game play that if there was more survivors but yep yep but uh you know what else tripped me out though when yeah. uh it was a glass maker in that fifth game and he was trying to give them the, the advantage uh songbu uh what's the name uh how do you pronounce that i'm trying to see saibyok yeah so it was songbu saibyok and songyun the glass maker was helping him out helping them out up until the guys were like okay the glass maker kind of cheating because he has experience. So let's turn off the light. So kind of, you know, even the playing field again. And the glass maker was like, oh shit, I can't tell which is which. And then some who just showed up out of nowhere, like, you know, like one of those villains, like, oh no, he's going to, he's going to do it. He's going to push him up against the yep. uh, normal glass. And I was like, yep, I saw that. Car. I was like, as soon as I saw him towering over him like that, I was like, yeah, like, see, that's the mark of a um, killer right there. Like, he was... <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Especially in a situation like that, like, you were going to die one way or another. Yeah. Hmm. Hold on. Oh. Rambling. Kind of makes the throat dry a little bit. But, uh. My God. How did you feel about um those two, by the way? Uh, player 101 and 212. Oh, I fucking hated the dude. I thought he was a pig from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Like, on, on one hand, like, yeah, he was like a freaking pig, but like, at least he wasn't as dumb as you think because like, between the whole thing with the glass and the old marble thing where he kind of like bedded it all on that one marble and then oh man that dude was fucked because he was so confident that he was gonna win against uh player 101 and then he was like oh well it's been nice knowing you and then he shot a shot but the problem was he shot player 101's marble and i was like that was you get asshole that was my marble that went in and then they was like no no this can't be and like just running and dipping out like shit and i was like uh i don't know why you like bro just imagine that one dude was like why are you running why are you running we're you gonna why kill you boys yes. <laughs> oh shit yeah, no, and the and the chick was pretty fucking crazy, but I I think that the way she went out was pretty noble, and like kudos to her for, you know, at least trying to even out the playing grounds for everybody. If she was gonna go down, at least she took him with her. Yeah, I. But here's the thing. Here's the main reason why I didn't like her though. Like she was not only was she like super loud and super obnoxious, but that girl was all cap like. Here's the thing. She boasts that she was being charged five times for fraud, kind of making me assume that she was like some sort of con woman. Sure. Yeah. But the thing was, the whole, most of the time when she was in there, it's like, I'm Hamio. I, I'm good at everything. I was like, you make yourself sound like you're a celebrity or some shit. And, right. And the whole thing with the age thing, where it's like, what are you, uh, when uh, player one was trying to guess her uh, age, and she's like, what are you, like, 40? Uh, uh, no, no, I think it was like 50, like 35, and it was like, guess again, motherfucker. And I was like, 19, and I was like, ah, you catch on quick. And I was like, bitch, you do not look 19 at all. Like, oh, so you look like she's in her 40s, bruh. Yes. I would give you at least 40. Like, oh. It's- Maybe her character backstory had bad drug addiction problems. Oh, and she yeah. aged really bad. Jesus Christ. Like, I was like, don't do drugs, kid. Christ, stay, <laughs> stay in drugs. Don't do school. <laughs> But let me tell you another dude that I did not like in this show. Fucking that one random dude that kept praying and shit. Like, bro, he was being like not super annoying about that. And uh, I mean, it's understandable to be religious, but the whole thing he did with um the glass, like he was just okay. I don't know where to go, so I'm just gonna sit down real quick and just pray. And I'm just like, why? Why are you doing this right now? You know, you're on a time frame. Like, you need to... Right. Like, there there were certain points where it was completely fair and understandable. And everyone else was being a dick about him praying. And, like, this is coming from someone who isn't fully religious. Like, I'm spiritual, I would say. But I'm not, like, strictly religious. Um yep. But, like, you know, I respect it in a situation like that. I'd probably be praying to fucking God, too, you know? Like, I'd I mean, stress yeah. the fuck out. I'm like, if I die, please let me go to heaven, you know? But in the middle of the game, on the glass, like... And at any point, that glass could shatter underneath you. Yeah. Like, so, see, like, honestly... Go ahead. Honestly, I, I'm trying to think. 
because I can't remember all the games because I know red light, green light. Uh, that one game with the uh, fuck, with the uh, melting pots of sugar, uh, Popogi. Um, I'm, I'm yeah, the here. cookie game. The, yeah, the cookie game. Then tug of war, I believe. Tug of war. There was marbles. There was the yeah. glass. There okay. was the actual squid game. Okay, I got it because uh, I'm. Sh- I was just trying to think out of all of those games because there was supposed to be six games. I felt like the one with the glass was the most stressful of all because I I kind of felt that because like like you said I'd probably be praying too but at the same time it's just that dude in particular I just like. He did it in a way that just rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, like, yeah. like work I, time to do it. Oh, yeah. If I was a player there and that man had done that in front of me, I'd been like, dude, what the fuck? Be like that one person. together, please. Yes. It's like, like maybe, maybe, maybe it works and maybe it doesn't. But you know what? God will forgive you and take you either way. So you'll be okay. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> You will understand that you made the right choice. Right. No matter what, it's still the right choice. Yep. <laughs> uh, you followed your heart. and You did your best. Yep. Ready E for effort. E for effort. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else? Um, well, I guess I can say I didn't. This, but um, everybody else, you know, everybody else was kind of like everyone else was bearable or yeah. like a blurry background, right? You know, like they were a background character that wasn't super vital. Everyone that was important, I feel we've talked about. We've well, talked about pickpocket, the thug, the annoying bitch, the best friend, the main character, the Christian guy. Uh, what was his name? Ollie? Yeah, Ollie. Yeah, we talked about Ollie. Um, the detective. His mom and his daughter we haven't discussed. So, oh, right. Yeah, that, that would be good context, which um, Kokogatsu made a point that in the show, um, you know, the second time when he went back into the game, he, he didn't stop to say bye to his daughter or anything like that like it, there was definitely a time frame in between when they let them go after the uh the majority vote and then them getting the invite back there was definitely a time frame right and when he won the game first of all let me just say that i really was digging it when the dude was looking like korean john wick but then, yeah. but then he went to that hair salon, and then he stepped up looking like Korean Shanks from One Piece. And I was like, ah. I don't know. I just kept seeing Markiplier. <laughs> like, I see I'll, Markiplier everywhere now, dude, and it bothers me. Hi, I'm Markiplier. Hello, everybody. My name is Markiplier. <laughs> this is not canon. Thank you. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's very he's funny. Like I, I like Mark. He's cool. I love Markiplier, dude. Honestly, let's be real. Love Markiplier. He's excellent. Um, I guess I should make a minor side point. We should have we done an, a review on Free Guy yet? No. Mm, yeah. That's one we should do. Oh uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll consider it. Okay. Okay. Ah, uh, oh yeah, the detective. Um, yeah, the, the fucking detective who was looking for his fucking brother the whole time. Okay. Here's the funny thing: uh, Apocrypha in the inner circle. He saw Squid Game, and oh shoot, we could have had him on the. I mean, he's probably busy, but who knows? <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, but yes. Anyways, uh, I was talking to him, and. I was like this because again, 
we've been here before. Uh, you know, Alice in Borderland, high reservation, shit like that. Right. Like stuff like this, it was kind of predictable to me. So I was like, I didn't even get to that part yet. But since Apocrypha already finished it, I just asked him this. I was like, hey, I didn't I don't know yet, but tell me this. Is the front man the detective's brother? And just say either yes or no. And then he was like, Yes. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Yep. It's always shit like this where it's like, okay, it's one thing. No, it wouldn't make that much sense because um it was just like some random guard because it was like a little bit more uh messy, but the fact that the the fact that on the front man would have been his brother, that would have been a bigger twist. But then again, that would have been more predictable in my case because but eh, I kinda saw that coming. Because uh if it was going if you were looking for your brother, he has to be like an important character in this show. It's like no way he gets some random grunt. So I was like, he's probably the front man. Right. And what sealed it was when he was looking through all the files and he found out that his um, brother, um, what was his name? Uh, because I know the detective's name, Huang Jong-ho, and the front man is uh, well, shit. Uh, In-ho? I think it was like In-ho. But, uh, anyways, with the detective and all that, I kind of saw that coming because, you know, it had to be an important character. Right. And with the files, it was like he, the front man played the game in 2015, which means it was like 2021 as far as I believe, because there was records up to 2020, so I'm thinking either it was, the, the current game was either in 2020 or 2021. Right. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and believe 2021. Uh, so he played the game six years ago. So I can believe that the front man, well, the detective's brother can be much older than when he played the game. And if he was missing for so long, then I'm just thinking, well, he could have been dead. But the fact that the detective decided to go ahead and investigate on that. Uh, I'm thinking there's going to be like some surprise twist where his brother was going to be working for them. Like, kind of like how uh, in High Rise Invasion, where the main chick's brother showed up, but at the very end, he ended up uh, getting a mask being placed on him. So now, probably in season two of High Rise Invasion, if that ever happens, Netflix, get on it. <laughs> um, it was like she would have to eventually fight her brother. And I felt that same vibe with the front man and the detective because I was like, watch um, the detective have to go up against the front man who happens to be his brother. So it's like that conundrum that he had to face. But you know how that played out to where he got shot and then he just fell over into the ocean. But my theory is he might he might have survived. I There was um, no definite proof that he died because all they showed is that, okay, he fell in the water, but it's not like he, uh, they didn't show, like, the body being dead because they would probably confirm that if uh, if he was really dead. Like, that's how gruesome Squid Game is, where if they die, they'll show you. (laughs) Uh, Just like how with Ali, I was thinking because you didn't really see him get shot. But next episode, you see him in that casket uh, with the open casket, and then they kind of close it up. So, yeah, um, they'll definitely confirm it if he actually died. But since they didn't confirm it, I'm thinking the detective might have survived um, and resurfaced right after the front man walked away. That's just my theory. Yeah, no, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, what else about Squid Game? Oh my god, that creepy VIP from the seventh or eighth, you know, the uh, glass game. Yep. Like, trying to hit on uh, the detective, I was like, 
dude, you're nasty. Like, I mean, not even against the whole sex, homosexuality thing, because, you know, if you like dudes, then, I mean, I'm not against I mean, it. yeah, like, do you. It like, supports you, do, do your own thing. But, like, people are kind of... Like, when you, when you approach a situation a certain way, it's kind of gross and disgusting. It makes you a different person. Yeah. It's almost like... Man, it's almost like... I, <laughs> I'm sorry, but if I even swung that way, I would have felt repulsed by the offer because I was like, uh-uh, that's not how you... That's not how you talk to me like that. I'm like, you're not going to talk to me like that, sir. Like, I may be just some grunt, but like, I have, I'm a human being. I have feelings, goddammit. But you're not going to talk to me any type of way. I was like, you listen here. You obey me or else. Like, yeah. But, uh, I feel uh, you got anything? I was gonna say, I feel like that basically sums up the majority of it, other than like how the season itself ended and what we could possibly expect for the next season. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like, obviously, you know, the old man lost his final game. Um, yeah. Honestly, rest in peace to that man because he was a really good character. Yes. And at least they got closure with each other. Yeah. Like, at least there was that. But then he... Um, Song Yoon winds up finding the guys again doing this entire uh, the, the game across the subway and he takes the card from the dude and is like I well I'm I'm working red this time so I'm kind of interested to see how the red operation is going to go that's what I'm expecting for season 2 is a uh, the actual squares, circles, and triangles. Right. Oh, um, there was something else I wanted to talk about. How the final game, this actual squid game, how I like how how that played out a little bit, where, yeah, uh, Sung Woo had the knife, and Sung Yoon had his tricks of his own, and I want to say the fight was, eh, it was all right. You know, like, it wasn't like as intense or action-packed as uh, you would think. It was think. more emotionally involved than anything. Yeah, and I think I liked that more than the action. I think that I liked the emotion that, like, came from them going at each other. Because if you... Even though dude was a fucking dick, like I still felt bad. Yeah, because ultimately he just wanted to get the money to pay off the debt and all that. Right, like I mean it is what it is, but like he kind of he was cheating the system equally as bad as Song Yoon, so Right. And now my my whole thing was it felt like a Naruto Sasuke kind of vibe to it. <laughs> I got the same energy. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, Sung Woo! Sung Yoon! <laughs> but, like, yeah, it was the emotional. Yeah, that was the whole thing that what I liked about that because it felt like Sung. So, Song Kim was very betrayed by Song Wu's recent action, like whether it was uh, offing that glass maker, killing off Zombiok. Uh, he he probably didn't know about Ollie, but yeah, it's like you, you gotta think like he was paired up with them, so you gotta kind of assume that. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, for sure. There was a lot more deceit coming from uh, his friend than than Song Yoon himself. Yeah, like Song Yoon only cheated 
for um the Marvel because you know he was losing too, so he didn't want to like die. But right, but- and like let's be real. If I was in the same position, I was playing like an old man or an old lady, and our lives were on the line, and she had dementia, I might be a bit fucked up and take advantage of the situation as well. And that might be fucked up for me to say, but like, I mean, I know I'm not the only person that would, you know, think to care for themselves first you know like i'm literally not the only person that would be like i gotta put my my family first or myself like my mom's about to have her fucking feet cut off and my daughter needs to fucking be in my life hello like (laughs) it's like ladies and gentlemen we really try not to be that dark right it's like man you got cancer and you are on your deathbed like what do you what 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 other than medical bills? What would what would the old man need that money for? Pretty much like oh, he's just um uh, coast through retirement, just you know, uh maybe just a few more days, weeks, months, or years of life, you know. But um the old man said to himself, it's like he would rather be playing the game than to be out there just doing nothing. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, not, not trying to be too dark, but it's one of those things where damned if you do, damned if you don't. And like we just said, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> he had a brain tumor. He was he had dementia. Like in all fairness, it kind of felt like we were just. Uh, it it kind of felt more like a mercy kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would felt like a mercy kill. Like, come on, man! Like he, he's on the uh, edge of death anyway. So I was like, just rip the bandaid off and. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, but um, what else? Hold uh, on, show that I want to talk about. No, I think that's about it. Uh, I think that's about. Yeah, like you got anything, uh, human? Like anything at all? Um, other than the things that I mentioned, um, I'm very excited for the second season. Um, it might be in the works already. I am not sure as far as that goes. However. Um, because of its popularity and the gross income that it made because of how many people fucking watch that shit. Um, I'm sure that production is going to be in the works here very soon if it isn't already. Uh, I would say ETA on second season, probably Christmas of next year. Maybe like late winter of 2023. Like, like, or as in like January, February time of 2023. Hold on, uh, I'm reading something about it now. Uh, potential sequel um, due to stress of writing, producing the first series of nine episodes himself. Uh, the creator initially had no immediate plans to write a sequel. He did not have well developed plans for a follow up story. Uh, he were to write one uh, with the popularity of the show. Uh, he uh, he thought about the possibility of a second season, telling CNN, uh, nothing confirmed, but so many people are enthusiastic that I'm really contemplating it. Uh, he had an interview with the Times that second season may focus more on the story of the front man as well as incorporate more about the police. Uh, the police officer is not just an issue in Korea. Uh, I see as the global news at the police force can be very late in acting on things. Uh, more victims or a situation gets worse because they're not acting fast enough. That was an issue that I wanted to raise, said the creator. Uh, he added that he also wanted to explore the relationship between the cryptic frontman and the policeman's brother, uh, as well as the background of the salesman character. Uh, you know, the guy that um, shows up to um, introduce them to the game. Uh, in late October 2021, 
the creator Huang uh, stated that he's in discussion with Netflix regarding a sequel. Uh, want to produce another film first, as well as looking to secure a contract with Netflix, hmm. an additional film okay. uh, that they create alongside with further Squid Game seasons. Uh, confirmed that he had begun conceptualization work on a second season. It had started during a press event in November this month. Uh, with plans to bring back the main character guy at the Yoon. And Netflix did in response to Juan's comment that they had not yet officially greenlit a second season or in discussion for one. So there's a strong chance, ladies and gentlemen, that season two is coming. Yes, there is a strong chance that season two is coming, but we can expect films prehand by the same creator. So I'm interested to see how that might turn out, given how Squid Game went as a series. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll be on the lookout for that. And when we get information on what those movies may or may not be, or updates on like Squid Game and shit, we'll let you guys know. Right. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, we gotta get going. It has yeah. been like a stream and human C17 with a review on Squid Game. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes coming up, such as we're gonna go back in time in the time machine as we talk about Cowboy Bebop and Code Geass coming up this month. And next month, oh, next month's gonna be good because we're gonna be talking about Kingdom Hearts and Spider Man No Way Home. But until then, stay nerdy, my friends. Great things are coming, and we are zoning out.